0: Sports stories from the 419 in Northwest Ohio, brought to you by A Voice You Know. It's time to go around the area and around the Hearn.
1: Hello there. Welcome to another edition of Around the Hearn as we get closer and closer to a year of this podcast. Terrific guests on tap here in just a few. Meg Lagerman, the uh, volleyball coach at New Knoxville. And Owen Treese, the standout quarterback and a pitcher and basketball player for Van Wert. Got to talk to him about last week and talked to Coach Lagerman about her name change and about everything going on with her fourth-ranked team in the state, starting with polls. It's always interesting to see how many teams in the area are getting recognition throughout the state from both the coaches and the media. Uh, the uh, soccer polls have four teams in our area. The only boys' team ranked this week. Bluffton, they're ranked number two in Division Three, Girls have uh, three ranked, twice in the Western Buckeye League, number five, Bath, in Division Two, and at number 19, St. Mary's. Also in D2, D4, Anna, now number nine in the polls. Uh, they are very, very good, though. I would imagine they're going to probably rise through the rankings as the season go on. Volleyball polls, D3. We've got four local teams in the area, including number one ranked Ottawa Glendorf, The Titans in action tonight at about 7 o'clock on WZOQ Radio as they take on Salina, the last team to actually beat them in the Western Buckeye League, both in a WBL contest and in a game at home. That's a couple of days short of 4,000 days. That's just a huge number. Ottawa Glandorf beat Liberty Benton last week. The Eagles find themselves ranked number 8. Tenora. At 17, in Versailles at number 18 in Division 3. Pretty much all of Division 4 is uh, teams in our immediate local area, including number one ranked New Bremen. Second ranked Marion Local will probably drop. They've had uh, a couple of losses and uh, their first MAC loss. They're at number two. New Knoxville's up to number four in Division 4. Fort Loramie's at five. Rushi is at eight. Fort Recovery's at nine. St. Henry, 12. Jackson Center, 13. Lincoln View up to 14. And Lipsick in a tie. For nineteenth area football polls, Kenton is at number ten in Division Four. Liberty Benton up to uh, four in Division Five. Coldwater sitting still at number one in Division Six, with Archbold at seven. Division Seven has four local teams, including number one ranked Marion. Local Fort Loramie off an impressive win last week on Thursday night. Ranked number three, the Red Devils of Arlington at number six, and Lima Central Catholic, who uh, tangled this Saturday night with Lipsick in a game on WZOQ Radio at 7 o'clock, ranked number 7. Turning me to golf, handful of titles given out uh, the uh, team titles. Have the East Mustangs as the Northwest Conference champions. Waynesfield Goshen won the Northwest Central Conference. And Wayne Trace took home the GMC. A couple of uh, things that have been put off. There have been a lot of games this week. Unfortunately, the Spencerville girls' soccer team have had to Put off a couple of games as they are injured and had uh, some bad luck just trying to get enough girls on the pitch to uh, have their games continue. But uh, their game Monday may or may not happen as well. Uh, that one, if it happens, is on Z Sports 3. But uh, Van Wert, Shawnee Boys soccer for tonight was postponed due to uh, COVID concerns, as is Friday night's Lehman Catholic Waynesfield Goshen football game. Those are thankfully the only real postponements in the area as of right now when I taped this on Thursday afternoon. Shout out of the week goes to a young man who I saw play a couple of weeks ago, had a couple of goals in the game. I saw now 25 career goals for Lincoln View Senior Clayton Leith broke the school record and lost to continental a couple of days ago. Congratulations to him and uh, everything that he's got going on. He's a terrific leg and a very smart young man on the pitch. Minister graduate Ethan Wolf signed to the Colts practice squad on Tuesday, one of the NFL news and notes. And uh, there's not really a good way to say this, but I just want to make sure that I put this out there. i right? thinking and praying of the entire University of Toledo community and the uh, folks at Marion Local on the loss of Tim Dirksen this week, uh, passed away in an accident, and uh, just kind of been thinking of him and, and thinking of his entire extended family and just hope that they were able to get through. Saturday night, I talked about it a little bit. Myself and Nate Stidham have got Lima Central Catholic taking on Lipsick at the stadium. Lima Central Catholic's now all-time leading rusher and leading scorer in Sean Thomas. Broke a couple of records and broke a big record last week with a 98-yard touchdown run. Should be a good one. Uh, Friday night football on the K94 has got St. Mary's doing battle at Shawnee. 3-1 and one Indians. Two and two Rough Riders coming out of that uh, loss for St. Mary's last week to Van Wert. They'll try to get back on the winning track. You'll hear the other side of that story coming up here in a few with Owen Trace. But first, New Knoxville volleyball coach Meg Loggeman is on deck. When we return here on Around the Hearn. Are you in Spencerville and looking for a place to eat before the Bearcats play? Well then, head to my place, 128 North Broadway, for deep-fried mushrooms, chili cheese fries, the best pie around, and soup of the day. If you're in a hurry and just want to order some to go, you can give Doug and his staff a call at 419-647-4062 and they'll have it ready for you. My Place Restaurant at 128 North Broadway in Spencerville, a proud supporter of Bearcat Athletics. Danny the Dealmaker, are you ready? Ready for what, Eric? Brand new cars and trucks are rolling into Lee Kinsel Chevy, Buick, GMC again. That's great, because we need pre-owned trades big time. Yep, Danny, have I mentioned lately how much respect I have for this country? Not in the last five minutes. Even the virus can't keep us down. GM workers are back strong and building the best there is. And we're here proud to represent the greatest products on the American road, Chevy, Buick, and GMC. And I love how so
0: many of us in the area have remained positive, helping each other and staying the course.
1: No matter how long this situation takes to resolve itself, please keep this in mind. Lee Kinsel GM Sales and Service has been around for 50 years, and will be around for another 50
0: years. Wherever you're listening, you're always welcome here in Van Wert. At Kinsel's, it's all about clear, easy-to-understand deals, best quality pre-owned vehicles, top-of-the-line financing, and world-class service.
1: See us online at LeeKinsel.com, call 866-LEE-Kinsel, better yet, stop in at 650 West Durban Road in Van Wert. Thank you for finding new roads to help us rebuild the American economy. Back now talking about New Knoxville volleyball, still undefeated and up to number four in the D4 state rankings from six last week. And the uh, head coach in McLaughlin, I am almost always worried that I will say Reinecke, but congratulations (laughs) to you. You just got married and is it different? Have you gotten to the point where you hear your name said right now?
2: Um, it's starting to sound right, but I still feel like they should say Reineke just because that was my name forever and with sports when they would announce me, that's what I was. So it is taking some time to get used to, but I like it. And my husband especially likes it because now his last name's in the paper and not Reineke.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That works. It must be a volleyball thing too, because uh, (laughs) the coaches at Ottawa Glendorf both got married during the off season. So it just must be something in the air.
2: Yeah, must be. But I like it. I'm glad I'm married. So
1: it's it is weird though. Like from seeing coaches or seeing players for years, uh, seeing names, you just without thinking about it, you just go right into. Oh wait, no, that's right. She changed her name. What What is her name now?
2: I know. I know. It's crazy.
1: But it's uh, you guys are on a great run right now. You get a big win last night against Minster. Everything mm-hmm. feels like. You're building towards something big, and it's going right right now.
2: Yes, absolutely. We are. We are headed in the right direction um, every day. They come into practice ready to work, and we always have room for improvement. Even if we have a close to a perfect game, there's still something to work on every day, and they come into practice ready to do that. So, yeah, we're just meeting our goals every day, and they're doing good. They work hard for me, so that's what counts.
3: And it
1: seems like also from the outside, the one big thing that people talk about it normally more of a marathon with the way the season's set up, but you're healthy right now.
2: Yes. Yeah, we are healthy. We actually did lose um, one of my senior all around players. She tore ACL just recently. So that was um, hard to take, especially for her. Um, But yeah, we healthy. Currently I have six players that don't come off the court. So they need to stay healthy because um, I can't really afford another loss, but um, I'm very thankful for that. And I just, I'm super big on getting them rest when they need to have rest just because, I mean, most schools have sub after sub to put in and I have nobody. So when they can rest, I try and give them that as much as possible so they can continue to stay healthy.
1: You got big nights last night from the Henshin girls and Ellie Gable it, from reading a lot about the minster game you guys just continue to go at them go at them go at them and it kind of uh, it really was kind of the same thing you disrupted what they wanted to do and wore them down
2: yeah for sure um the Henson girls are great uh Carson she was the first player well when I my first year of coaching she was on JV with me and she has improved so much probably the most improved player I've ever coached or watched. Um, and Avery came back from carrying her ACL and they're both just doing great. They, they want the ball every set. And I know they're going to put it away majority of the times. And, you know, when a hitter's on, if they're the hot hitter, I tell Ellie Gable, our setter to set them and that's what she does. So they're doing good.
1: I asked Diana Kramer this a couple of weeks ago, uh, with them being number one, them having the target every year, but. Do you just look at the poll when they come out? And I realize it's all hyperbole, but and just kind of laugh because from anywhere from 1 to 15 is pretty much just your schedule.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that doesn't completely surprise me because the MAC is so competitive and it's so cool to see that, you know, almost everyone we see is state race. Like, really, if you look, it's almost all MAC teams or local teams. Um, but that's Good for us. I love how tough our schedule is, and it just makes us get better every game. Um, so, yeah, hopefully we can keep moving up in that pool uh, where I think we're at four right now. So we just got to keep working hard to keep getting better. So,
1: if five of the top twelve in the MAC, uh, three of the top four, but it kind of goes again. You throw Rushi in there, you throw uh, Fort Loramie in there. It it speaks to how great I think that the area really is. In terms of, I mean, not big schools, D4, but you just get those girls that continue to work and work and get better at their game.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, like I just said, like our area is just so competitive. And I tell the girls like every every game, even like every Mac game is going to be a dog fight. Whether they're ranked or they're at the bottom of the mat, they're still going to come out ready to fight and ready to play. And want to beat us, so I'm. I just tell them every game you got to be ready because it's going to be a battle. So yeah, definitely competitive. We have some competitive teams, but I love that. So
1: I've always thought volleyball um, maybe more than other sports. It's fascinating to me how you can go from kind of building your way up that ladder to all of a sudden you're the team with the bullseye.
2: Yeah, yeah. But, well, that's just volleyball. There's highs and lows for sure. That's just the game. Even when you play, I mean. You can be up eight points and then all of a sudden you're down, you know.
1: How difficult was planning the season and planning your wedding with everything else that's going on this year?
2: Um, it was definitely stressful. Uh, but actually, I told my assistant coach, Jenny Flutterjohn, that I was so thankful for volleyball because it was a distraction. I felt like every second I was thinking about my wedding and if I was going to be able to have it and eliminating people and whatnot. So actually, I'm super thankful for volleyball because being in the gym with my girls is my happy place. And it was like the biggest distraction, but like a really, really good distraction for me. So it was stressful, but I'm, again, very thankful that I was able to coach during it. So
1: I can only imagine that your husband was just, well, just make it simpler. It's fine.
2: (laughs) Yep. He is very laid back and I am a little more high maintenance, just more of a planner and an organizer. Um, so, yeah, he was always like, it's going to be fine. And I was kind of like, you know, freaking out. But I'm thankful for him that he's th- that way because it's a good balance. So
1: <laughs> I I was thinking about that. I can only imagine. I mean, we planned ours about 10 years ago with not having to have certain restrictions and just all the craziness of everything going on. I, I can't imagine having to work within the parameters of and then wonder, Are we even going to be allowed to do it?
2: Yeah, yeah. It was definitely crazy because, yeah, planning a wedding is already stressful. So I had a lot of things on top of it, but it's over and it happened, and it was a great day. So
1: You've got uh, a handful of big games coming up. It seems like after you play St. John's tomorrow that uh, you guys are pretty much road warriors for a while. I mean, at Jackson Center, at Parkway, at Van Wert, at St. Henry, you don't get to come home for, it seems like, weeks
2: yeah, yeah, we had a lot of our home games for the beginning of the season, big games, they were home. Um, so we're just going to have to be ready because, you know, obviously when you're on your home court, you have a lot of advantage there. Um, and the long bus ride sometimes can play, play and affect how your game goes. So we're just going to have to be ready to play away. And, you know, they're big games, So, yeah, we're going to have to be ready.
1: And when I had looked at your schedule earlier, the two that – immediately jumped off the page and fascinated me were the last two games where you get new Bremen at home in the barn and then at Marion local. I hate, I hate for you and for your girls that with the way things are, they won't get the barn packed because I know how it is when it's rocking. And I'm sure that that Bremen game would have been the entire town.
2: Yeah, it is a little bit of a bummer. Um, actually last night at Minster, it was unlimited tickets and it was really cool to see how many people came out and supported us. Um, like I'm pretty sure there was like 30 students there it just does show how much they want to come watch us so it definitely is a bummer that they can't come to those big games um but luckily they live stream them so people can watch and the girls know like how much people how many people are still supporting them and I think that's like helps them and once they want to win even more just knowing those fans that could be there and they can't be there but they're still supporting them so
1: Hopefully, they can still hear their grandma cheering from home.
2: I'm sure they can. I know they are. So,
1: like I can hear grandma yelling through the stream.
2: Yeah. That'd be great. I know.
1: Uh, it's, it's awesome. I love what you guys are doing there, and uh, I wish you the best of luck the rest of the season.
2: Yeah, thank you so much. It's been a good year, and hopefully, we can keep moving up from here.
1: That's New Knoxville Volleyball Coach Mick Lagerman. Still, had to not say Reineke when I did that. <laughs> Back with more... Here in just a few. The Spencerville Athletic Boosters are a 501c3 organization committed to supporting the student-athletes at Spencerville local schools. All donations made to the boosters go to the athletes for new jerseys, huddle equipment, and much, much more. To learn more about the boosters and to help our athletes succeed on the field with your generosity off the field, please visit facebook.com slash Boosters. Or if you have questions, please contact Sean McFerrin at Bearcatboosters at BearcatBoostersOutlook.com. Let's go, Bearcats. Talking now to a multi sport athlete and Van Wert quarterback, Owen Treese. And, Owen, uh, last weekend, 34 28 win over St. Mary's. Game comes down to really the last competitive play. I would think that you slept well that night. You had to be exhausted with being up and down the field all night after that game.
3: Oh, most definitely. I was the uh, first time that our team has really played a fourth quarter so after that game yeah it was definitely tiring it went the whole game it was fun to play in but yes, yeah, i good sleep that night
1: i think i saw one play where you came off the field it feels like uh you played nearly every snap on that game and what i was impressed with was the composure of your team kind of in that scenario of you know you guys have lost some of those close games especially to them over the years like that, but you were able to just kind of keep on throwing punches at them.
3: Yeah, I feel like coming from last year, how we did lose those close games, this year going into practices and every week we just knew, hey, let's come out on top, let's execute, let's fight. So going into this season, that was one of our biggest things of getting those close games to W's.
1: I talked to Coach Fry earlier today and he remarked, specifically about you, and we had talked about what they would try to do to uh, kind of make the game speed up or rather for you, but he remarked about how he was impressed with your composure and about how it seemed like you were everywhere, and just kind of the same thing that they couldn't figure out a way to completely shut you down. Every time they had a play, and there were three I can think of, where you should have been tackled, you should have been down, you were able to get away. Was that just, I'm not giving up, I'm making this play?
3: Yeah, I mean, I I have a mindset, I guess, of every play. You gotta get the maximum yards you can get every time you got fight for every yard, especially against a good team like St. Mary's, and especially from a good coach, um, a good coaching team like Coach Fry. I mean, those guys they they will hit you in the mouth as hard as they can. So I knew just I knew going in it was gonna be a fight to, for every yard that I got.
1: How different are these games right now from a high school athlete perspective of they're not like, and traditionally you guys have had a, a good following, whether it be basketball, baseball, or football, but to kind of look out and see maybe a quarter of the people you'd expect to be there and not necessarily all of your
3: friends that should be there. Um, it's extremely different. I, this like crazy times that we're living in with this coronavirus, I mean, It's definitely different looking up into the stands and seeing the stadium not as full, especially the cap how we don't have any students. So, I mean, we have to bring our own energy as a team to I mean, stay motivated and keep going along with the game. And I think our team does a really good job of that.
1: A lot of people have mentioned kind of coming into this week, coming into this season, that this seems like the first time in a while, especially in your now fourth year, that – You guys seem completely healthy, and it's always been one big thing where uh, you have uh, a couple years ago, whether it was Jacoby or one of the place kids where somebody's always injured, it seems like maybe things are kind of falling into the right place this season and you're able to do bigger things coming out of the gate.
3: Yes, we've been very fortunate of not having big injuries or anything. So obviously going forward, that's what we're hoping on, knock on wood. But um, yeah, this year has been really fortunate. Um, so hopefully we just we stay that way.
1: When you think about last Friday night, what's the one play that sticks out to you?
3: Um, one play that sticks out to me. I would say the, we had a third and six um, late in the game, and I roll out to the right, and like nobody's open. I just I uh, lob it over like back across towards the middle to my receiver, Connor Pratt. And he ended up getting the first down. And I feel like that was just a, like, not a momentum shift, but just like a big play just so we could keep the ball, get some more clock down before we gave it back to St. Mary's.
1: It's kind of funny because there are two that immediately jump out to me. And one of them was I had just remarked about being fortunate to have seen you over the years in different sports and cover all three of your sports that I just made a thing about how, your intelligence uh, about being able to see the field. And it was the check down to Ian where you should have been sacked by at least three different guys, but somehow were able to check down and he took off 50 yards to the house. And then I had uh, ma- been making jokes about PS five right before this, where you juked a kid coming left and somehow ended up gaining 15 yards. And again, it was kind of one that you probably should have lost six or seven yards.
3: Um, yeah. I do, that player Ian Cowan was, Great. I mean, I had plenty of time in the pocket, and then but everything was covered up to most of the deep outs. So when I started scrambling, I mean, they had a few chances, but to find Ian, that's like maybe 10 yards downfield with no one around him, and he just takes off, I mean, that was definitely a great play.
1: I don't know if you, you guys ended up breaking records. You had 497 yards of total offense. It just kind of seemed like it was one of those nights where. Did you maybe feel a little bit different? Did you react different as a team when they kind of came out and you threw a punch, you get a touchdown, they throw a punch, they get a touchdown, and it's like, wait a second, we're going to be in for one tonight?
3: I mean, those are the games, in my opinion, are always the most fun. I mean, just how it's always back and forth, and then to come out on top is a great feeling. But those games, in my opinion, are definitely fun, but on the other hand, they're really hard, so. Going playing a team like St. Mary's and fighting, um, I mean every drive. I mean it's very important to execute, and I feel like our team does that really well right now. Moving the ball to many different guys. I think we have something good going on right now.
1: Winning that game or dropping forty and beating Crestview last year, which is more fun.
3: I mean, I would pick just this football game right now, just because it was the first time in seven years that Bainworth beat. St. Mary's, especially against a good coach by Coach Fry. I mean, that's just a big accomplishment, in my opinion.
1: It's also the first time in twenty years that a Van Wert coach team has beat a Coach Fry coach team.
3: Yeah, that is also true. It's crazy. I,
1: I was thinking about that, and I was joking that uh, I was actually a sophomore in high school the last time that it happened. But it just kind yeah, of goes I mean, to show you that's what you guys are trying to build right now. Exactly. And it's uh, and again, I always laugh because I have so many friends that it kind of are from everywhere, and I hear about uh, the Vanderwerke County rivalries, whether Lincolnview, Crestview, you guys, and, and kind of things that get said, I guess, between kids. And I heard about going into that game, oh, you know, we're going to shut him down. He's not going to be able to do anything. And then I remember seeing the tweet, and you have 30, and then all of a sudden there's 35, and I'm like, they just haven't figured
3: out how to stop the kid yet. Our, our coaching staff does a great job of, moving the ball around and then I feel like just as long as we execute we're going to um, be successful
1: baseball uh, the last handful of years I got to see both the state run a couple of years ago the legion run is a lot of the product of right now with football and the success with basketball sort of built upon that of getting over that hump and I mean it's some of the same kids of that you've played with for years where You just kind of go continually from one to the other and and try to have as much success as possible.
3: Absolutely, I feel like, I mean, most of the guys I'm around and my teammates we over the years have bonded. to, like, want to succeed so bad because I mean we've, like you said before, we've lost some close games, we've had some good runs, but we always fall short. So, I mean, the coming into this year, I mean, we've all said we need to work harder. Execute better, so I think it's just going to lead into all the different seasons because I feel like we have a good four in all grades right now.
1: I would think at this point you can find Nate Jackson or Drew Johnson with her, with your eyes closed somewhere on the field.
3: Yes, yeah, I mean I we tend to believe that sometimes through the off season. I mean we work so hard on different timings and different routes, and so they're they've worked hard in the off season, and I've obviously worked hard with them so we could get to that point where it's just easy, easier on the field.
1: You guys have a huge matchup this weekend with OG. I think in terms of just uh, balance as far as offense goes, they're more like you guys in that they've got so many different ways that they can hit you. But I told a couple of people I was excited to see if uh, how the how this goes in terms of being able to see you on one side on the offense and Jacob ball on the other side. That's just... I think it's two of the best quarterbacks in the league, but you kind of are in a, a different position in that you actually get to be on both sides and get to oppose him. That's yeah. That's got to be a, a fascinating week of practice to see how to attack OG.
3: Yeah. Uh, and through the last couple of years, I mean, we've matched up really well against them and have a couple overtime games. I mean, these, OG and us have always been close, and I feel like it's going to be another good game, and I'm excited to. Prepare this week to play OG. I mean, I mean, on both sides of the ball, I think it's gonna we're gonna have to fight, and I, but I think we'll come out on top.
1: Are they is OG the team in the WBL where you no matter what the sport is, you kind of mark them on your calendar?
3: Um, I mean, I guess you could say that just because we do play them really well in all sports, but and it always it tends to be a good game. So yeah, I, w- I would say that. How much
1: fun even with everything that's going on right now and all the craziness with how school goes and with athletics, but how much fun is this group right now?
3: This is some of the most fun I've had over the years. I mean, going just even at practice, I mean, obviously we take it serious, but there's times where we can just have fun at practice. And, I mean, it's just a good time. This guy, These guys know what it takes to win, I feel like. And with that, it becomes easier to um, have fun with it.
1: Ask this to coaches, but I'm curious to get an athlete's perspective of it. With knowing that you're in the playoffs, no matter what, with, with kind of how the season goes, does that change anything for you guys, or is it just we're not thinking we're not to that point yet? We're not to week seven. Whatever happens, it's week five.
3: my mindset is when I heard that everybody gets into the playoffs, I didn't want to be a part of a team that just got to the playoffs because of this time. I wanted to earn it still. But I feel like a lot of guys in my team have been like that. And so far, uh, we are proving it. Like, yeah, we should be in the playoffs, not just it's a handout, you know.
1: And that's – what's always interesting is a handful of coaches asked Chip and the coach at Coldwater, about that. And, you know, they have that big streak that will extend this year no matter what. But he even said, you know, we want to go in 6-0, and 5-1, whatever it is, because we want to feel like, all right, we would have earned that anyways. And – yeah. It's just it's such an odd thing, and I was just curious about that how that
3: worked mentally. Yeah, exactly. I just want to earn it. I just don't want to get to get to do it.
1: Rest of uh, your senior year, looking forward. I hope that the world goes back to normal at some point. Uh, kind of life after football, hopefully ending sometime around Thanksgiving. Whatever whatever that even means right now. Yeah. Um What else are you looking forward to the rest of your senior year?
3: Um, well, I'm definitely looking forward to my other sports, the basketball and baseball. I feel like for basketball, we have a good younger class core coming up to help on the varsity level. So I think we'll be able to make a good run at it. And then baseball, we had a really good acne season. Um, So I think we're going to ha- have to compete. or I think we will be able to compete in those tough games and make another run in baseball as well.
1: Well, I can't wait till the world gets back to normal. We're able to see really an entire run with football, with basketball, with baseball, and I thank you so much for doing this. I wish you all the best.
3: I mean, thank you. This is a great opportunity. It was fun to do this with you, so thank you.
1: That's Owen Therese, the multi-sport athlete, currently the quarterback at Van Wert High School.
0: Tony's on Main Street in Ottawa, home of the Titan Burger, and if you're really hungry, the Cow Tipper. Tony's grounds their hamburger meat each day. Each patty is fresh and never frozen and not cooked until you order it. Don't forget to add some of the great sides like French fries, pickle fries, and their great breaded mushrooms. While you're there, you can't forget to get some of their great ice cream, ice cream treats, and frozen yogurt. Tony's on Main Street in Ottawa, making burger history since 1962.
1: Definitely one of my favorite places to go whenever I'm in Putnam County and in Ottawa. Out to uh, Tony's. Just a, a, a tremendous place to eat. Thanks so much to Meg and Owen Trees for being a part of this week's show and uh, talking about everything that they have going on with both the uh, Rangers and the volleyball program and the uh, Cougars and their unbeaten football program. They don't have an easy one. This week is tomorrow night. They travel to Ottawa. Maybe they can get some Tony's before or after the game. Probably after. And, uh take on the uh, Titans, but a uh, big match up there. And you heard Owen talk about it a little bit. I've uh, been a big fan of that kid for a while. Just watching him play and see him on a semi-regular basis. But that's what I have for this week. I hope that you have enjoyed it. Tell your friends if they'd like to be a sponsor on this show, they can find me on Twitter at Michael Hearn PVP, also on Facebook and at the uh, revamped Michael Hearn.com. That's the shout out for this week. Wherever you are, wherever you may be, thank you for listening so much. It is so very appreciated. Have a great night and an even better tomorrow. Here I go.
0: We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Around the Hearn. Come back next week for more local stories from the NWO. But until then, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Michael Hearn PBP for more great area content.